Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it, it for real? real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And to ring in the new year, we are watching and reviewing and is it for reeling none other than the classic new year's film <laughs> go i have some questions about that by the way because i yes. don't think this is a new year's film at all just as much as some of the other movies uh-huh. true. In fact, i would true. call this a christmas movie go on right um it's a delight it's a delight um a theme in this podcast seems to be us considering something <laughs> a classic it's part of the film. memory it is. It's true. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get into how this is in here so much. I actually think is remarkable. Um, and so, can someone remind me of the year? Is it 1999? Nine. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so we can jump into our levels. And my level from for this film is the streets of Baltimore. Because part of why I think we're doing this film is a couple months ago, I saw that on the streets of Baltimore, someone was giving away a bunch of DVDs and among them was Go. So oh. I found I found this movie in a DVD on the streets of Baltimore. Um, Wait a second. Is that why we watched this? And did you watch it on DVD? I did watch this on DVD. Selfish. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> I watched it on awesome. DVD. I would like a refund for three ninety nine. I know. I know. <laughs> just borrow um, the DVD. I think this movie, why we watched so it. Away. Did so, you borrow the DVD? I should. Oh, gosh, Phil, I should have. Well, that was going to be tricky. We're kind of in two different places. But um, yeah, I think partly why I watched this movie was in part because I maybe brought it up because I just found it on the street. And in part, it is we were told that it was a classic New Year's film. (laughs) So um, that's my level. I had I thought I had never seen it before when I started watching it. I don't know if I've ever seen it in its entirety, but like I had seen a lot of the scenes. I was like familiar with the style and I knew who was in it. And I like kind of knew, I kind of thought it was like a heist style, like they were trying to get something and it was like a frenetic chase of a movie. Um, but yeah, it was my, what a way to start the new year. Uh, <laughs> I, my first time watching. Yeah. Happy new year. Yeah. Um, my level is going to be 90210 mm. um, for a few reasons. One they the two girls refer to themselves as Donna and Kelly, which I believe is a reference to 90210. I think so. And there's a very famous 90210 episode where they're going to like a an underground rave and they have to carry an egg. There's like this mm. the ticket is like an egg, and they're going to like little convenience stores and they're trying to like be like, Can I sell this egg? Do you want an egg? And so the beginning, the first part of this movie was reminding me of that. And I swore I had never seen this movie. I I clearly remember Joey Potter on the cover. I'm going to sure. have to call her that the entire time. Um, I didn't even Who write down that? her real name. That's <laughs> Katie Holmes. That's Katie Holmes. That's her character okay. from Claire. Dawson's Creek. Gotcha. But Joey Potter is her Dawson, which I am a huge fan mm. of Dawson's Creek. Um but the the scene in which which we'll get to, but in the parking lot of the rave where Sarah Polly gets hit, spoiler, that <laughs> I feel like I've seen. Mm. Um, and so I was like, oh, I have seen this, but I did it like the second and third parts of this movie I have never seen in my whole life. Oh, interesting. So it was it was like I had some sort of 1999. Maybe I was at a party or something. 
college dorm room memory, but yeah. Yeah. Funny. You should say that my level is definitely college dorm room. This was mm. on the rotation of sort of pre-gaming in someone's room and you just throw this one mm. in the VHS player and <laughs> watch, you know, one of the three things. Um, yeah. That makes sense. And so I've seen it, you know, a handful of times for sure. It's been a long time and I've like jumbled some of it up with other movies and stuff like that. And so it was interesting sort of setting the record straight. Um, so definitely seen it, but it's been a while. Now these characters, are they in high school or are they in college? Yeah, they're okay. Well, they're supposed to be teenagers. Um, my guess is either seniors in high school or just I guess Sarah Polly says at some point she's 17. Yeah. Yeah. When so she drinks se- the beer. Seniors, seniors in high schools, I think. And they they realized it was uh I mean, they didn't this is what the IMD fact said is like, oh, we realized they're doing adult things. So we yeah. aged up the people. It's like every freaking movie does that, you know? It's like that is not new. Um, yeah, that wasn't a very interesting IMDb fact. <laughs> no, I, I a twenty-five-year-old playing a teenager. What? 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 Yeah, I didn't look, but I assume this is rated R. If not, oh, I guess yeah. so. I didn't. I didn't, look. I didn't look either, but it must be. Okay, it was definitely more like um, graphic, like violently graphic than I remember. I mean, just that car hit scene alone was like, whoa, yeah, whoa. <laughs> that was right now. I would, I thought that was, I really guess she's wild. okay. And ultimately when you like realize she's okay, but when, you know, there's like a whole like half an hour of this movie where you think she died in a hit and run and you're like, what happened? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Now I yeah. think I remember reading, sorry. I, I remember reading that like Joey Potter, this was like a big, leap for her and she wanted to do this movie because she was like seen as like wholesome girl next door and here she was like supposed to be more renegade and they i was like surprised like even the first scene after the strobe light make me vomit scene yeah um was her like obviously that's her at the end was her it was basically her as joy potter i know it's interesting that you say that because i was also i guess phil it sounds like you read the imdb facts was saying that like um they were hesitant to cast katie holmes and scott wolf because they were both like very famous tv people at the time he's party Um, of five right yeah okay he's party of five yeah Yeah, um he's so party of five too bailey yeah he's so um, part of I and at the time i feel like television did not have nearly the esteem that it does today so it was like this is a tv like you know low class tv actor or something um but it's interesting that you say that bridget because right like she in this movie is such the goody two shoes yeah she's <laughs> she, still the same character she's she's, same she's character. hanging around people that are doing bad right. things which also happened at dawson's creek but right. she's the same character she's just like wearing more eyeliner right. um She's impressively relaxed in very <laughs> tense and frightening like environments. Like I will yeah. say that is like she's not actually freaking out, but she's also not. Cool. She's on ginseng and diet pills. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Um, I can't. Well, we kind of sorry. Phil, were you going to mention something else before? I forgot. OK, I'm sorry. No, I was my you. Katie, just apologize for me, which I. Why I love Katie. I assume I talk too much. <laughs> I just assumed I like went on about. I'm something. the one that talked. <laughs> oh, okay, but but thank you for taking my apology. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So we start with this club scene. So we're, I, I was like, oh my God, if this whole movie is about raving in 1999, I hate it immediately. That's what I thought. Um, and if this movie was just the first movie of this, I would have, I, I hated it. So I was is like, this a rave? Like that's what that is, right? Yes, that's like, a rave. That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. other than throwing like a rave themed frat party, I've never been to a rave. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like the, the like more wholesome equivalent, perhaps like it's the glow sticks and the drugs and the. And in on 90202, there was but like I mean, a lot of ecstasy. Rave is, so yeah, like, what ecstasy. do you mean? This is a wholesome. Or you're saying no, no, no. I'm saying whole- I've okay. been to a more wholesome gotcha. version, gotcha, gotcha, probably. Yeah. But I don't, I don't enjoy that environment anyway. I don't. know. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of strobes, and they're also held in like the dingiest, from yeah. what I can tell. Cold. Um, it's got to be cold. Warehouse. But then it seems like requisite that you do drugs. Like sometimes, like there's things that I can, like. I can watch a very lively World Cup game and not drink beer and still have a lot of fun. Going to rave, I just don't know yeah. if anybody is there that's like sober. Like it just seems like it would be um, really unpleasant if you weren't stoned, right? Yeah, you've got to really love dancing. I think. I guess. I'm Maybe thinking you of the. Be like high um, on life. But like music that you can't sing to, you're just like, oh my gosh, repetitive. There was like an episode of High Maintenance where there's like this daytime rave. Yes. Just a bunch of like yeah. and it's sober raving, dance. right? It's like a like a New York City. I think it's isn't that I'm is not it... sure it's so I just just oh. in the day. So I think sober-ish. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But bad. anywho. So we 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 see Joey Potter. We learn later that that was the end of the movie. Um, and she's talking about why she loves Christmas presents so much. Again, this is a Christmas movie, I think. Um, <laughs> I think the majority of the time definitely happens. Well, like, I, I do Christmas. want to see, do we think it happens after Christmas specifically or before Christmas? I'm just, I'm curious. I don't I think know. it's either before Christmas or the week between Christmas and New Year's, but I might have only thought the latter because I was prepped that this was a New Year's movie. <laughs> well, they're going to a Christmas. They're going to Merry Christmas party or something. Merry right? Sexmas. Yeah. Merry Sexmas. So, right. It's unclear if it's just the Christmas season. I think it's the week after, personally. Yeah, it might be the week in between. People but I don't are know why traveling. I think that. There's nothing Because in Katie the movie. told you this was a New Year's movie. <laughs> Phil told we- me this was a New Year's movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Did I? Well... I think we like we, we just our agreed. way into you it. Both you both talked yourself <laughs> into that. Yeah. I knew I it came up at some point as a Christmas, like a holiday movie, and then right, like I think I assumed that it spanned that time, mm. like mm. almost like Bridget Jones does, right? Really? No, that's a Christmas movie, right? Well, and it kind of is. It it kind of does the mm. same. Like Bridget Jones does Christmas to New Year's. Bridget so, Jones does it 365 Oh, yeah, days. that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. I know. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm not I'm not entirely sure when it's taking place. It's and somewhere Annie, around the holiday season, and it's not yeah. New Year's yet because they, they mentioned that at the end of the movie. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like, what are we doing for New Year's is like the end line, which makes it the classic New Year's film that it is. But it also is like, <laughs> yes. then you're like, I guess Christmas is over. 
Like it's past Christmas. Hopefully all these people were not spending their Christmases at a rave or maybe hopefully they were. I don't know. I don't think I think it. Yeah, because they're working during the day and stuff. And right. You can't do that if you're in school. There's no school talk. Right. No. So That's if it's point. before Christmas, that's a be good point. Talk. So it might be just the Christmas break situation. Um, Annie was convinced we should say that this movie is split into like three different parts and told from that perspective, like, you know, very cleverly over the phone. You get to see different like, you know, parts of the conversation and stuff. Uh, But she was convinced that it was going to be like at the end, they decided not to. She didn't take his shift and like changed reality like a kind of like it's a wonderful life. I think that's maybe when she thought Sarah Polly was dead. Oh, interesting. Mm hmm. Well, we start at this grocery store, which just, it's in the rummer for my rummer. Like, I don't know. It's like a depressing store for me. I don't know. Everything about it makes me sad. Well, funny you <laughs> Fun should fact. say that. Mm-hmm. They were uh, site locating stuff or um, whatever it's called. And they found this super rundown uh, grocery store. And they're like, this is perfect. And so they gave him the money to do this. And they used part of that money to paint it and make it look nice in Hollywood. And he's like... <laughs> You dumb butts. This is why we picked you guys. And right. so they got a crew to then dingy it down again. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know. What's that movie? Oh, is it Jennifer Aniston works in a grocery store and she's depressed? Or like there's oh, a maybe. few movies and TV shows where people like are checkout people. And it's something about that beep, I think, is just, mm-hmm. I started thinking like, what if my whole day was just like hearing that beep? Um, and like, would that make me not feel well? Right. <laughs> and there's um, the lighting too, the lighting and there's like yeah. hospital lighting. Yeah. It's like not, yeah. No, I think grocery stores are maybe like a little more different, but that like nine late 90s grocery store, especially if it's run down. Yeah. And that's, the- Yeah. The closest I've come is I stocked milk at a uh, commissary grocery store for like Hmm. a week uh, just as a temp job. Um, Oh, wow. I had to wear like a jacket and just in the back just (laughs) shoveling milk in there. Did somebody ever reach through the other side? Grabbed them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So they all work at this store, all the main characters that we see. Um. It has like a little bit of like an Empire Records vibe. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh Where it's like, these are the teens that you're going to be hanging out with at this job that like they hate, but like, don't you kind of want to work with them? (laughs) The answer is no. (laughs) I was also just like, who is this brown haired guy? Like, what is his deal? Is he a love interest? Is he a da da da? He, Manny, he just kind of is like, oh. He's a hanger arounder. Yeah, I know. This, this, I didn't um, believe he was their friend. I feel like he, I get him mixed up. I, mean, I was getting him mixed up with Jesse Bradford. Is that his name? Like the guy from like Swim Fan and like um, uh, Bring It On, who I think is like super attractive, but he's oh, always cast him. in this like side role goofball. And like this character, I feel like was very popular in the late 90s where he, it's like this sideball. It's almost like the character of Ethan Embry from Empire Records, like the character of Mark that's just always high and like, kind of childish like he talks yeah. like a baby he's just this like child boy that's <laughs> hanging out with you that like isn't quite sexualized he's just this character yeah he's not there. he's not a love interest and he's not right. gay he's got long moppy hair and he's just the say he's just our safe imp. friend that he's drives a, a car imp. yeah he's a little yeah. imp yeah um and i just kind of was like why is he here um yeah. but 
I think it's a little bit of comic relief, but in the way of like, isn't it fun to see this kid high? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> For a little bit, that it gets yeah. real sketchy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Although, um, yeah, I did there I did laugh at his scenes later, but I, I felt bad for him. Well, uh, I will say for this movie, just because I've seen it so many times, like the danger that's there, or like because there is a lot of sort of tenseness that's woven into this movie. And I think the first time you're watching it is a lot different than like the the fifth, just because you're not worried about anyone. You know, oh my gosh, everyone makes it out alive. I was thinking about that because, like, I was watching a horror movie for thirty yeah. minutes yeah. when Sarah Polly was dead, and then you're like, okay. I guess none of it, nothing matters. <laughs> and, and, but first, it is a totally different movie. Yeah. At first, Nora was like, oh, God, this is like Requiem for a Dream when yeah. all these decisions like, yeah. started going really bad rough. and bad. But I was like, don't worry about it too totally, much. Um, totally. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. So we meet Scott Wolf and uh, Jay Moore, who are clearly like I, I right away. I was like, are they cops? Like, what's that was my question. Mm. They were like coming into the grocery store looking for drugs, looking for the British guy. What's I don't remember his name. Simon. 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 Yeah. And um, I thought they were acting peculiar. <laughs> so. Right. I yeah. Like, yeah. Also, for our, I know this crew is the worst people to ask. Is there a connection between orange juice and ecstasy? So, um, I don't know. Anyone write in, call <laughs> why, in. Why? Why? Because they were buying a lot of orange juice. Yeah, and it, was like, it was like we're buying a lot of orange juice, and we need something to go with it. If you know what I mean. And I, did I thought know it just meant because I thought they meant vodka. <laughs> Sort of oh, like, interesting. At first, but no, it definitely they like that was the code for we want ecstasy, and I just I didn't know hmm. if maybe you drink. I don't know. Or maybe. I didn't think that would upset your stomach. Beats me. This, this is like clearly forty year olds like right now doing this. <laughs> These kids. <laughs> I I would think that would give you a bit of heartburn. Oh but now it's like mall a Molly baby. The exact it says big ecstasy. I I just I googled something and it said. Can, uh, orange juice is long purported to enhance a psychedelic trip, particularly LSD. Mm. Okay. Mm. Orange juice and ecstasy. Uh, hey, uh. bro. I know OJ helps shrooms kick in harder, but the trip doesn't last as long. Oh, no. Is there any effect from taking ecstasy and orange juice? Anyway. <laughs> so fun Good Reddit to know. Thread. I guess it helps absorption. Okay. So <laughs> the vitamin when- C. When Scott Wolf came on the screen, Annie was like, he has just a perfect man face. He's a, his face is perfect. Um, <laughs> and I was reading that he was kind of considered the like up and coming Tom Cruise, which like I totally get. Like his oh, face, yeah. he totally, he is so charming. He really is just like a very yeah. sweet oh, man. I had a Little huge crush on him. And... Yeah. When he was with Jennifer Love Hewitt in Party of Five. Totally. And he drove um, a Jeep Wrangler. Oh, yeah. Bailey. Oh, Bailey. Um, there's a time when he's crying at the end. I was like, that's Bailey. That's Bailey crying, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, the he's making some noise. Connection to young Tom Cruise. It's like Jay Moore has acted with them. Of course, mm-hmm. Katie Holmes married to him. This director directed him in two movies. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. There was a, yeah, there's like a lot. Um, so somebody needs to explain to me what the actual relationship so it was like so you know this movie is such that like you're saying with your couch mate (laughs) yeah right well with your couch mate it's like you think one thing you're like that's the stupidest thing to do ever and then you're like oh okay that's why they did that they like you know like this movie fills itself in as you go along but the part that i missed is like 
these are two actors who are right. a couple right who why is the the cop that they're with like he he's he trying busted to them he busted them for drugs or yeah, yeah. drugs yeah. okay and, and so, now he wants and now them he's to, making them use a st- do a sting yeah for their dealer who's simon but he wasn't there got it and right, so, so when they go in do the people he recognize kept, he said, them as no. actors when they I think I think TV? you see them in a clip from like a yeah. soap opera or something, and I think okay. cop, cop show. Oh, it's a cop I show. Felt. Sorry, I think but it's like I, an I, NCIS some, style. Somewhere else, it like in IMDb, it referenced them as soap opera stars, but I completely read it as a cop show. I, I thought they were soap opera stars. They were acting as cops, maybe in a soap opera. Okay. But either way, I don't think these teenagers are watching. Got it. Whatever it is that these guys are on. And so, yeah, the the cop says like, okay, well, like you need to get the dealer. Like you got to bust the dealer. You can't just bust these people. So I'm going to let you off. I'll make this go away or something. Right. If you do this. That's like the part that I kind of missed. So I spent a lot of the movie trying to figure out what? (laughs) Like I just like really didn't get that. So I've seen this a few times, mainly while drunk in a dorm room. So I can (laughs) fill you in. (laughs) And I saw it once last night, but the only part I missed was I don't understand how Melissa McCarthy was in this movie, but I think that's the only oh, part man. I don't understand. It was her film debut, apparently. I know. And I was excited about it. And then I just wrote. She's good. What, I just wrote, what is Melissa McCarthy doing? I missed it. I can tell you. Okay. Later, well, tell me when, when we, we get, get there. to it. When we get Okay. So uh, they go to buy drugs. Rana, Rona and, and Joey Potter and the other guy go to buy drugs from Til- Timothy Oliphant. Big fan. Uh, I'm a big fan yeah. of the You are fans. a big fan. I get him mixed up a lot with man, the guy that was like wanna win a date with Todd Ham- Ted Hamilton or Yeah, he looks like that guy a little bit. Yeah, um, he looks like a lot of different people. He does. There's another actor too that he reminds me of whose name I can't remember. But he's he's a bit he's a little creepy. So he's they creep tastic in yeah. this. But yeah. charming at the same time, but very creepy. <laughs> yeah. So he makes Rana take took her, take her shirt off, right? So he's I thought he was just being like sexually creepy, but then I realized it was because he was checking for a wire of some kind. There's a lot of that that they do with him, like when he asks Katie Holmes if she's a virgin or whatever. Like, yeah, there's a lot of him like, oh, this is what he's doing. He looks like the creepiest, most threatening guy ever, but he's actually doing this. But like this just in, it's also creepy. Yeah, <laughs> like he can't totally shed the creep with those things. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Once again, neck tattoo. He's he his yeah a neck tattooed drug He's dealer. a neck tattoo. Yeah. Did you read the fact that he kind of yeah. like insisted that he had that, and the director didn't think it would be a good idea, so he showed up to set one day with a temporary tattoo, and Doug Lyman liked it, so he got to keep it. Which I think it makes sense. I think, I think it, it works, works for his character. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does make so. him a little more like intense like oh he's crazy we're playing with different he's made states. life choices <laughs> and he's yeah. hanging out he's he's doing well i don't know how old simon is but he's clearly over 18 yeah. um but he's still dealing with anyway he also like doesn't want to involve these like kids in a drug deal which is sort of reasonable um but he he does agree to give them 20 by 20 or just something like that 20 by 20 it's i think it's basically I think that it's like 20 milligrams of ecstasy, 20 pills of it, which equals a felony charge. Right. That's what yeah, I would be his... like, I'll sell you 19. <laughs> right. I don't know why he agrees to it. And yeah, then he exactly. keeps Joey Potter there as collateral 
because Ron- Rona doesn't have enough money, right? Yeah, Rona is a dumb dumb. <laughs> or is <laughs> she? Uh, well, I think she is. Like, she's not making great life decisions. No, Any of it? None of it. Well, so and she like. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just go ahead. I was just gonna no, move, no, us, no. move us through. Move us forward. Move us through. All right. Well, she goes to to Jay Scott's like crusty apartment <laughs> slash stakeout house to um what was she doing there? Was she trying to get more money from them or no? She was selling them the selling pills. them the oh, so they had okay. asked. So for okay, it. So, she, so yeah, she didn't have enough money to buy the pills from Todd, right? Um, and so that's why she had to leave Katie Holmes there. Got and it. So she She's was like a hundred dollars short. Yeah, so she was going to sell the pills, get the money, then she could give him the other money, keep her profit, and keep her friend. Yeah. But when she gets there, she we see that she's tipped off by how creepy it is. Well, yeah, yeah by we, William Fickner. Yeah. Oh my God. He's uh, so good. He's yeah. so great. God, is that guy creepy too? Yeah. He's They're wonderful. He's so funny. I think he's the funniest. Such a good <laughs> character actor. Like, really he, great. He's great in everything he's in. His face mm-hmm. is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's tipped off. And then we get like a flashback to Aspen Extreme where she just like runs into the bathroom and tries to dump all the drugs on the toilet and, and does Which successfully. She's, she's not great at it, but she does it successfully. She's not great at that. I know she missed some bills. <laughs> and I guess like her original thing was like throwing it out the window, which is like a good idea. I'm glad they addressed like why that wouldn't work. Because then oh, she I could thought keep she it. was going to try to climb out the well, window. Well, but then they would have found it. I don't know. I think in that Maybe. situation, all she could have done yeah. was throw it in the yeah. toilet. So then, you know, the conundrum is now she doesn't have the drugs anymore. And Katie Holmes is being held ransom. <laughs> but this conundrum, unlike our best friend Dexter, who's flushed all of that, like, cocaine down the toilet and asked him an extreme, like, flushed, like, thousands and thousands of dollars, like... <laughs> This problem is $100, right? Yeah. No, it's more than that, right? Because it's oh, she so. had some money. No, for, but she, but she, she paid, paid him. for it. Yeah. And she's out the money. Oh, she's however much she out. paid. I think she was like, she paid him 200 oh. and they needed three. So, like, this problem could be solved by just like asking anybody you know for $100. And then you get to like save Katie Holmes's life and then like walk away from this nightmare of a Christmas night. But they night. set up earlier that everything's stressful and she can't pay her rent. Yeah. Even though she's evicted. a 17 year old girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I don't understand. Right. That part. Where is she paying rent? That's an interesting <laughs> choice. Yeah. I guess yeah. she's maybe graduated early. No, she's ahead of the game and she's graduated meaning, early to graduated a- early, meaning she's like young for the age. Like, is she already? Uh, I think she may have just dropped out and she's got a different life That's course. That's kind of what I think, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I'm like, this scene is so creepy. Like this world is so dangerous and creepy that I'm like, I think you got to get the hundred bucks some other way. Like, but yet so think... funny. Um, we, yeah. we see it again, but I, I just love uh, the cops, you know, the head <laughs> nod to the side. He's like, yeah, that means get away from the Oh, door. that's great. No, that world is really funny too. But like having to go back to Timothy Oliphant and tricking him. So then she decides to like you go to a grocery store and get like fake. What does she do? A baby aspirin and a bunch of different yeah, stuff. A bunch of different stuff. She doesn't know what it looks like. And so she asks Manny, who's like, <laughs> hi. So higher than high. Because he, he took two of them. Take, right. oh, he he wasn't two. supposed to take two. Oh, yeah. One would really do you right. And then two is going to make you bad. <laughs> so yeah. not good. 
and so yeah asking him like which one works and yeah God. and then like to think that she would even get a five minute start on this it's just like this play it's the dumbest it's play so ever. terrible it is so bad it's so bad um she I think did she, she got been... quite a quite a lead well she did but then like the minute he looked at the pills like to think like how long like they all live in la and they're going to continue to live in la so like how long did she want tim luthy olifant after her it's just a terrible plan I honestly believe, though, that that's like a legit thing that a teenager would do. That's sure. the thing. Like maybe because they're just yeah. stupid sometimes. Well, it's interesting that like I was reading that Christina Ricci had been cast, I think, as this part and couldn't do it for schedule conflicts. And like Sarah Polly seemed like she did. It was like all the IMDb facts were like she didn't even want to. She didn't want to audition. She thought it was a piece of crap. Or I don't know. <laughs> she didn't want to come down from Canada. Um, and I will say Sarah, Sarah Polly is role... Canadian, too. No, her. That's what I mean. Oh, right, like Sarah yeah, Polly yeah. didn't oh, want to yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. True, and true. so I feel like Christina Ricci in this role, it almost makes more sense to me because Sarah Polly is this like indie darling, like this thoughtful. I think she's like really boring to watch <laughs> in this movie. And it's just like, <laughs> but, I don't but I think that's get... a teenager. What else Ruth is she is in, by the way? I don't know. But this what I, made a what documentary. I to, what I wanted to say, though, is I, she famously didn't do press for this movie and mm -hmm. then on the 20th anniversary i was reading the interview with her and the director doug lyman and it was sort of talking about sort of the theory behind this movie and like he was talking about how when he was a kid he did all this just dumb stuff and no one mm. got hurt and that's sort yeah. of the mm. theme of this movie okay. and drew him to it um and it's like very much yeah very like teenage decisions that's what i that think yeah end up not having consequences i there are there i'm sure we can all relate but there are times mm -hmm. there are things that i do think about where i'm like that's that was stupid that was yeah, stupid yeah. you know and like but your brain is just not fully i think i <laughs> i feel like i'm doing that more now than when i was in a i just didn't like do for illegal things <laughs> <laughs> i didn't do that stuff though like i can maybe that's well, probably yeah, yeah i'm yeah. like kind of try to access that and i think yeah. i'm projecting sarah polly because she was like a director like i think i'm like yeah. projecting onto her a little too much like um maturity like i don't think she really reads at 17 either so i'm like oh really like, I terrible do. interesting yeah. yeah i don't know but no i hear what you're saying i think that makes sense so um, they're back at the where well, she buys the the pills at the grocery store. We get this like Macarena remix with oh Manny. Yes. Imagine, imagine. I did love this scene a lot. I loved it. One of the best yeah. uses of Macarena. I yeah. was like, this is pretty wild. He's dancing. And I love she's billed in the credits as like grocery store lady. Yeah. Um, but it, it was such a fun little dance moment. I just really enjoyed that. The editing, the flashes that they use is like, Dis disorienting and not pleasant to watch as they can be. I thought we're pretty effective of like. Katie, being... is that your teapot boiler? Oh, jeez, it is. <laughs> you guys, happy New Classic Year! Classic Katie teapot for the I New forgot, Year. I forgot. I forgot to it switch just my audio. Sounds like we're in like a little bit of a teapot. wind tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is it windy? What's happening? Somebody running a vacuum. Well, um, fun fun tech question. Is it gone now? Yep. Zoom, you guys. <laughs> um, but. I thought it was effective of like these flashes that you have of like, whoa, like it was almost like they did it pretty effectively, like a thought that you have and then it goes away yeah. and then just like getting too intense. Like, I mean, him with the cat, too, was pretty mm -hmm. funny, <laughs> yeah. like um, reading his mind. No, like I love that. that. It I was loved, pretty great. I love both yeah. of those scenes. Yeah. Mm. 
yeah, I, we, we kind of already talked about this, but the next part is like back at Tim Oliphant's apartment where he's talking to Joey Potter about her being a virgin and all that. And then the cat hallucinating thing. Uh, but then they they get to the rave uh, and, and they're in the parking lot calling themselves pills. Kelly and Donna selling placebos, um, which it's just, yeah, again, like those kids in that van where you're like, what decade are you from? No, they're um, like Scooby-Doo. They're like, I think they, they are, I guess, identified as an easy mark where they're kind of like dorks at this party yeah they're just gonna 2000 be... was the weird time though so i guess like... so yeah yeah i was thinking that sarah polly is such in this movie is like such the poster girl for dare where it's like she really hasn't done drugs at all and now she's a full-on drug dealer <laughs> somebody <laughs> asked like if she yeah. could help them score but she's learning she's basically mimicking everything that uh timothy oliphant said checking for wires you know and talking about how it's prime grade like uh pills and all that kind of fun stuff yeah yeah and uh then todd realizes that he's been played so he starts to come to the rave when we learn we see that uh and then we're in the rave um but manny manny who is tripping does see timothy oliphant he recognizes him even though he's like being drawn on can't speak (laughs) he can't speak what is it manny what is it is it a boy in a well (laughs) yeah Yeah, totally so they escape out like a back door into like a a shipping container graveyard i don't don't know know. (laughs) and uh and he's encouraged to be like a little mouse. Oh and my hide. god, that part was like so sad in there. I know. I'm like, this is where the tone of the movie is nobody. not yet clear. That, like you said, no one's gonna really get hurt. Um, yeah, and it's really dark. This part is like, ha ha ha. Yeah, there are certain parts that are just nerve wracking the first time you see them, but then they're just funny <laughs> later because you're not you're not worried for him at all. You're like. This is such an awful like friend move, but like he's I fine. Know. I'm well, just I like guess, being I'm not left sure. alone like that is yeah. like a nightmare of mine. Yeah, I think she did have an intention to go back and get him, right? Yes, no, no. I think so until she got a gun pulled on her, and um, then, like, and then hit, hit by a car yeah. badly. Like I know we already said it, but I was like, I, I was Zombie very bad, and then like dumped over a cliff. I feel um, that would have hurt her more. Mm. you think Cars yeah because it's like but rocks mm-hmm. all, all of it i mean it's terrible miata's are rounded surfaces and i think it was a convertible <laughs> so you yeah. know you're just like it's like a little pillow a midlife crisis pillow is she more covered in mud than blood yeah because i think it's a little both i mean it's been raining yeah but she does it, she's bleeding she was bleeding a little bit but like the way that the like cinematography was it really made her look like covered in blood but i guess it was more like i think it was muddy. mud yeah yeah i just find the tone of this whole first part to be like manic and upsetting and i i hated it <laughs> I was totally like, this, is, this totally. is so unenjoyable well, to watch and I kind of again like i kind of knew this movie to be i remember the trailer so well and the trailer it definitely has katie Wait, you remember the of... trailer exactly well i remember the part the trailer made it look really like a comedy and I remember, or like a quirky heist comedy. And I remember yeah. Katie Holmes walking out of the apartment, hearing the gunshot and then being like, oh, these guys, you know? <laughs> um, and when I was watching, like Bridget, you said this first third, I'm like, this is a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is so rough. So yeah. Yeah. 
So that's the end of the first part of the movie. Right. And you don't and then know I was who's, like, who's driving oh my the God, car. It's, I thought it was Groundhog Day because I had, I yeah. thought we were just like starting over again sure. and we were going to do the whole thing again. Yeah. But so then I realized it was about is Simon. Timothy Oliphant going to kill her? That's my, my guess is no. Right. Um, I mean, over a hundred dollars, this 17 year old girl, you're going right. to kill and then have that to worry about because he seems like a dealer. That's like fairly like, um, I think he wanted to scare her right, and get yeah. his money back. I think he, I think he was trying to be like, you know, I think he's, did you say he was discriminatory, discreet? Whatever. Meaning like discriminating in like how he's dealing. Like he's that's not what just I like, mean. here you go. I like think he's trying to keep his clientele. He was concerned stuff. about losing his discreetness yeah. more than anything because he took this chance because he thought, oh, well, these. No. Yeah. Whatever. I, I thought. That, no, like, no. I'm saying like, I guess discriminatory is maybe not even a word. Or, like, I don't know. Discriminating yeah. is I think what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. Discerning. But, yeah, discerning. Yeah. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, right. Like, so to go out and, like, kill this girl in the middle of a party. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I don't think he was yeah. going to do that. I think he was going to come in there and kind of. Because I think he thinks she got the rest of the money and then yeah. duped, duped him or I don't know. Right. right. He, he thinks she just sold the pills r- like actually sold the yeah. right rather than beating the problem. And he was going to scare her. And, yeah. but at the same time, at the same time, when that happens, he's like, well, that problem sort of solved. Right. Uh, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't he's, help he's not her. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. Right. That's true. He's not yeah. some like hero. Right. right. So the next thing we see is Simon's been talking about going to, to Las Vegas and that's why he needs a shift covered. And then he's in a trunk. I but thought he was his, kidnapped with his best friends. It just yeah. puts you in a trunk. Which is another you look really interesting thing to do. Yeah, in the heat, especially. Oh my Which god! I think there was mention that this is like sort of a Tarantino-style shot of just mm. he. I guess he does a lot of trunk shots. I know with like Jackie Brown, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Tucker's in a trunk a bunch. Um, That's like another. He should have been listening for the road and how the road. Like sneakers, like sneakers. It was a cocktail party, and (laughs) I heard a cocktail party. The bumps were like bump, 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 slower, faster. I think about that every time I'm in the car, a trunk. Yeah, Yeah. every time I'm in a trunk. I used to think about in the back seat a lot. Like, why close my eyes? Gonna figure it out. Um, yeah. So this is where we get Simon's story, and like we're introduced to Tay Diggs and Brecken Myers, and I didn't look this up, but the guy that played Frank from Donnie Darko. Yeah, I. He looked familiar, and yeah. then I had to look it up, and I was like, "Oh, it's totally it's wait, James Duvell." Maybe yeah. I didn't look it up. It's it's Frank. No, it's, it's... he plays yeah. Sing, who also kind of disappears, sort of, not really, but ish. Him and Breckenmeyer both kind of are out with shrimp, shrimp poisoning, which you kind <laughs> of see coming from shrimp. a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, mm, yeah, this camera is zooming in on this shrimp. Yeah, um, yeah, and then I guess they do. I mean, my question was like, how are these people friends, and how is Tay Diggs <laughs> friends with? any of them yeah i know and, he's way oh too cool my, for them oh oh yeah. yes 100%. and then i guess you i guess simon and tay Diggs meet in driving school and i'm like okay i guess that would be the one place that you would yeah but want I've, to talk to somebody i went to driving school and there was a bunch of weirdos there and i you're not best become... you don't go on trips with them <laughs> no no 
<laughs> like bingy bender trips where like you want to rely on somebody to take care of you. Yeah. Um, I know. I feel like in another movie that goes on longer and you learn more about Tay Diggs, it's like there's gotta be something like wrong with him or something that we're not seeing. Cause this it doesn't make any sense why he's spending time with these people. Well, then we get yeah. the like love actually, I don't believe it, but my couchmate thinks it's very believable that women just want to have threesomes with men with British accents. Oh, um, <laughs> that yeah. is like love, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, that was like a five sum, I think, right? Yeah. When Colin goes to Milwaukee. Colin. Oh my god. <laughs> so, who's more annoying, Colin or Simon? Simon, 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 Simon. I would take a Colin's- Colin. Colin is at least. Self-aware. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'd have Simon? to see. Oh, you did. I remember you really hating Colin. Um, yeah, I really Simon, hated Simon, this character is so obnoxious. Like, yeah. he is just, oh, man, who wants to spend any time with this guy? I guess at some point he's doing, it sounds like he's doing an Irish accent. Like, he's English, but he's, like, putting oh, on I this Irish know. accent right. for I these women. I think he knows that it'll work more with like if Irish he just, accent. He's yeah. trying to just lean into just as the mm. most stereotypical kind of, like, British mm. he can be. Mm. Um, and it works for him. Seems like it. Um, yeah. I mean, those are, like, with bridesmaids, right? And they have right. a threesome. and But the one girl has tissues shoved up her nose because that helps her... Hold in the hold smoke. in the smoke for the weed, and then the snot tissues catch on fire. Even though they were put out, they caught fire in her face, which is very. Dangerous. I thought this was for sure how his story was going to end. So I thought at this point, Annie and I were convinced that everybody died in the storyline where he goes to Vegas, and they were going to show us how everybody died, and then at the end, she doesn't. And they're just ghosts. Oh <laughs> well. It was like this alternate reality of like if she took oh. a shift, how that, that would, would like, be so ruin dark. The world. Yeah. I, well, this, dark up until this point, doors, it's a pretty man. dark movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't understand how the rest of this hotel is not under any duress for a smoke detector and a fire going. I mean, that was like a pretty intense well, fire. They leave. Oh my god. But what about where Tay Diggs is in the bathroom and he gets mistaken for a bathroom attendant? I thought that was in the same hotel. But casino. before they leave, casino, Either, casino, but it's, it's huge. I mean, if a smoke, de- if there's a fire and the smoke detectors are going off, yeah, they downplayed the fire a little bit. I mean, to the set, like the fact that like it's basically the mouth of hell that he just like keeps on having sex through as well. That's the other thing. It's like, oh, yeah. Stop. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, my next note is get out of this room, it's on fire, <laughs> yeah, uh. So then uh, we there is this bit where Tay Diggs keeps getting mistaken for like like the service industry serv- like because he's, because he's wearing kind of this like mustard blazer, which right. I don't yeah. think is helping. He looks like he does look like it looks could, like a uniform of some a sort. uniform. It's not a great jacket. There's also um, a bit, of course, because he's black. But I'm like, there's a million black people in Las Vegas. Like what is anyway? But right. that he's like the, the person working in all those places. Um, so somebody thinks he's a valet and they give them, they just give him the keys without getting a, without getting a paper or a form. Stupid. Um, he's just like, just 
aggressively tosses them at his chest. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That Keep it close. Mean... An extra like that guy's like, you. I would be so like, that's not a valet. He's not <laughs> yeah, standing next to other totally. valets. He looks like he's hanging out with the, like the weirdest looking people I've ever seen. Yeah. So. But Bridget, this man is in Vegas. <laughs> he's probably on so much cocaine. He has right. just a loose gun in his glove box. You're probably right. Um, he's not making the best decisions <laughs> either. All right. Speaking of that gun, that was a very upsetting scene oh, for me. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Oh, Simon finds that gun what? and is putting it this in This is why he is the worst. Yeah. I mean, I think I have this as like, why? Yeah, like, oh, this is what it is. This guy doesn't deserve to live. That was my note. <laughs> like, he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> well, like, he he's not treating life. And well, yeah, he's is. not. He doesn't seem like he knows that, like, he's he's not immortal. Like, it's wild. Um, yeah, like who handles a gun like that? It's really so dumb. Yeah, incredible. The other th- thing, I mean, this is like a runner for my dumber, maybe, but it's more of a question of like, why do they need to steal a car to go to that strip club? Like they have a car. No, it's not about stealing the car. It's about that it's a fancy car. Yeah, joy. And they're just like boy. But you they know, parked like... it outside. Like it's not like it gets them. They have a car. They could have gone to that strip club anyway. Well, it's like no, they want to be like, ballers. I think you're missing it. Yeah, you're they missing the They want to be like point. ballers showing up. They, I don't even know if they were going to go to a strip club until they got in a fancy car. And then they were like, yeah, let's go show off. I don't know. They're dumb. It's like guys. kind of wild. Like it's like if I got like a fancy car and it's like, you know where we should go? Like gold on Pulaski Highway. Because <laughs> those people be Champs super impressed. <laughs> Yeah. I think there Katie, was I don't know like that a you're lot. thinking like yeah. a, a young 20s straight man from but the also, 90s. Not, but it's also Vegas. Like, couldn't you go anywhere? I don't know. I guess I'm just like, why would this place be impressed that they have a nice car? Like, you there was a line outside. earlier in the movie that said that they were going to go there. Oh, they're going to go there anyway. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Got it. So why not go in their fancy car? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And the only direction that Simon was given was to not talk about ordering champagne. Why from... was that? Just because uh, it like because no, it's that's... a code word for let's go right. in the back what... and spend more money. Exactly oh. what the Tay Diggs like <laughs> explanation was. Okay. 80. I heard him say, <laughs> whatever you say, just don't say champagne. Because it means like, you want a, a private dance in the back room. Got it. Now, Katie, okay. did you did the DVD you have have boobs in it? <laughs> No. Yes, it did. It did have boobs. It did have boobs. I also watched it on widescreen, which is interesting. So you had extra wide boobs. Yeah. So this is a, okay. So my question for those of us who've never, never been to a strip club, like this is a lap. Is this literally what a lap dance is like? Like the back rooms? Like, does this how yeah, this works? But no, it's like slightly different. I think there's even like a Chris Rock song about how there's no sex in the champagne room. Yes. Chris Rock. Right. Um, so it, it's the whole another... back to back chair of it all was that's, very yeah. overwhelming. I don't know that. Yeah, that's... Do you think that's a thing? I think there's a ver- like... I as as one who does not uh, attend strip clubs. Um, I can tell you from what I at least understand is more like a. There is lot back. They're like back rooms with chairs where you would just like have a private chit chat. Show, yeah. Chit chat. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. But I think there is not having ever gone to a champagne room, but I've been to a few strip clubs. Um, there's like a lap dance, and there's another level above that, which is the the champagne room, which is just I guess crazy expensive. What, okay, that's what this seems like. Yeah. 
Um, and then of course he's using Simon's using Todd's credit card. Like, can you believe that Todd would have given Simon his credit card to and like he stole it? Yeah. Oh, I okay. He, I don't think he willingly gave it to no, him. No, he stole it and he was just gonna use it for like the points, points to get whatever. the room, which it it's sort of like yeah, you're you're not putting anything on it, but you're it makes you like a diamond member that gets okay, you some like a better hotel room is basically what he's gonna do. And then because right. he's a dumb yeah. person, he decides to to use it for this. Yeah. That makes more sense because I'm like, in what world is Todd anything to Simon but a drug dealer? Because like I don't believe that Todd would have any tolerance for Simon. <laughs> I believe that Todd would eventually become friends with Sarah Polly because she's like cynical yeah. enough and like smart enough. In a way, he really like, likes Joey Potter, though. Don't forget. <laughs> That's true. That's well, I don't think those two are going to last very long. No, yeah. They, I, I'm not they sure don't. why he likes her. Uh, it may not be for her intellectual banter, for her theater, theater kid um, glow. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. We have the. Um, the the don't touch the stripper rule which of course simon breaks immediately and, <laughs> we've learned already that he doesn't follow basic rules right yeah, yeah and, like almost aggressively and and so he starts to get beat up by like the the bouncer who's the son of the owner mm-hmm. and then he takes that guy's gun and just no he has the other gun right it's the gun from Sorry. the ferrari yeah. the gold gun shoots it. yeah the car well yeah i guess when he starts to kind of rough up tay diggs yeah which is real escalation of also like how lucky that he didn't hit tay diggs again or anybody i kind of thought he did i was like oh my god i think he just (laughs) shot tay diggs in the stomach because i was like wait did he just shoot that gun like yeah what what is going on i guess he conveniently shoots him in the arm so you kind of get you kind of understand unlike sarah polly you're like, okay, this guy's probably gonna be okay, but this is terrible. Why? But then there's a scene later where Tay Diggs just like shoots it right at the windshield of the truck. And it's like, that could kill people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Also, like a gun through your arm could easily go through your chest and your heart as well. Or your face true. if you're holding like yeah. your arm. <laughs> well, there's a murder podcast that I've been listening to where that exact hmm. thing happened. Uh-huh. Oof. So yeah. Uh, but why so a question i have is why does the stripper bouncer why can't he go to the hospital i didn't get that either i mean i guess like i didn't get that because they're not doing anything illegal right is i mean like why does he have to go to the lodged in his arm i know that's my impression yeah but i don't get because it's not an illegal like strip club either way you don't you could just say i got shot right you're not gonna like the implication is that these are seedy people, yeah, and so like, like they style. they have a guy to take a. Well, I guess it's the I dad. This dad, it off. yeah. Um, like I said, he had a guy. It's me. Um, no, I think they they are connected to the organized crime, and I think that's the implication. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, Which makes them more of a threat, I guess. And then and then the next scene, I was just imagining what would happen if I was in a hotel room and was like kind of fed when you had food poisoning oh and my God, somebody so ran <laughs> in. I was said, so upset about this scene. <laughs> you have what, like 15 <laughs> seconds? Like, yeah, you have, it was like, like a minute to get out of here. Like just I don't know in the world. I guess like if you were these guys, it's feasible that these guys have done something so terrible that you need to like get out or you're in danger. I just I would ask so many other questions. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I'd be like, what do I really have to, I'm yeah. going to crap my pants everywhere. Like I can't, <laughs> right. you know, or how about we... you guys leave? Yeah. I'll stay. Right. I know. Oh Although I feel also, like the worst of their sickness was over. Maybe. Because they weren't grabbing their pants in the car. It didn't yeah. seem. <laughs> also, why did they get to stay in the hotel and they didn't have to leave? And when the hotel was on fire. <laughs> true. That's it true. may have been a different hotel. They were in the same hotel. They were all together. I don't it know. It's just the eighth floor that's <laughs> fully on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they and then they leave that kid. That kid, those guys are gonna kill that kid. <laughs> like he gets to the, you know, the whole thing of like the kid that's like sharing the. They're blood. not gonna oh, kill yeah. the kid. I guess not, but they don't care about it. I'm like, oh. yeah, they didn't want to leave their friends there, like with food poisoning. You probably shouldn't leave the eight year old. <laughs> well, he's the kid unrelated. has other problems yeah. if his parents are leaving him in a hotel room in Las Vegas <laughs> by himself. Yeah telling him that he just like with a connected room and he opens the door come on kid he's a responsible deal maker you know he got the money <laughs> he's uh, counting he, the money yeah oh uh, he God. made sure but anyways they get away and of course they track them down through the credit card and then cut to our final scene well you're well yes and sorry you just, there's, like, there's just like a wild car chase that takes place that's like out of a different movie altogether yeah that's just wild. So, yeah. um, great third movie. <laughs> Adam, Adam and Zach. Zach to do three movies, you got to keep That's keep true. it going. Gotta, Adam and Zach are undercover, and I thought when Joey Potter says when they walk into the grocery store that gay men are so hot, it's tragic. I thought she was joke. I thought she misunderstood um, because I was like. Those two straight men are not playing a gay couple. Oh, gay anything. But then I learned later that they're, they're I picked up on it before she said that. I didn't. But I only was... only for this, only for their part of the movie. Not before mm-hmm. that. But I was like, oh, okay. Because they were talking about the cheating on. I guess like you're kind of meant to believe that maybe Scott Wolf um is the person that is cheating on right Jay Moore, like or with Jay Moore's girlfriend. But I pretty quickly they were laying it on pretty quick pretty thick of like being jealous it just seemed like it didn't if you actually played that story out to its logical conclusion like they'd had to be a couple i don't know it like it seemed too obvious for me but i've seen it several times so obviously i knew so it's hard to say like what yeah i was attuned to the picking up on the clues because i knew i just got clued in when they started talking a lot about like the cheating thing and then getting upset about it and you're like okay um i thought it was interesting go ahead sorry I was just going to say, by the way, they mention the title of this movie a lot throughout the movie. Um, (laughs) But then in particular, in that scene where Jay Moore whispers, go to to her when she's in the. Is that the first real one that they mentioned? No, there's others throughout the movie where they like say it specifically. I mean, it's it's an action word, right? (laughs) It's hard word not to say in a movie, but they do say it specifically, I think, a few times. Hmm. That was my favorite one. (laughs) So they have to go have Christmas dinner, Christmas dinner, because still Christmas um, at the cop's house um, with James. Was it Christmas Day, though? I, I think it was actually the day before Christmas. Doesn't he say something like, we like to celebrate Christmas early? Yeah. yeah. I think it's actually Christmas Eve. So this is before Christmas. Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving movie, really. Yeah. <laughs> and Jane Krakowski is the wife. So good. 
completely stuff. forgot she was in it and yeah, yeah she's so young and it's amazing uh, yeah. yeah so they have this like swinger energy going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the not- fact that There's this a- resulted in an mlm scam was amazing so like, good annie lost her mind <laughs> yeah i loved yeah. it yeah, there's so many different energies going on. I think Nora at first was like, well, is he then hitting on him? Like, is he gay? Like. And then it was like, oh, wait, no. Are they swingers? Um, yeah. it was. Well, and that part just seems like just full on misdirection. Like, there's no real logical reason why he would do that. Like, the although he's just odd and eager, I guess, is his whole thing. Um, but yeah, their ulterior motive is they want to get him them involved in confederated products, which sounds really rough. <laughs> totally. What that is. I just wrote like, wait, these guys are really gay. And then I I think at least they're not like caricatures, right? Yeah, they're totally right, yeah. like because that and 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 that's a compliment to the fact that there are two straight men playing. I don't know. Jay Moore is Jay Moore straight. I don't know. I'm pretty sure so. I think so, um, yeah. So you know, I was like, okay. So they were just like actual humans living their actual life. I really like, w- appreciated and was surprised by that. The only yeah. part that I wondered about, like, was when they eventually hit Sarah Polly with the car and they start screaming yeah. in this like really yeah. high pitched way, which was would actually be how you would well, yeah. how you would react, I think. But I also wondered, like, hmm, is this written How's this it way affected to- yeah. a little bit? But yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not, the only I'm glaring one that sure. I saw. Um, yeah. It's hilarious. To, I mean, that actually makes it a little less terrifying and horrific what happened, like, because their screams are so, like, intense. But I do think it might have been, like, yeah, like a caricature. I don't know. So the next the, line I do have is, why is Miss, what is Melissa McCarthy doing? So what happened? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. And then I want to loop back to the marketing stuff again um but yeah well, finish she, out your marketing thing before okay it, what i was gonna say is there was a big scene where uh we the cop is explaining how he's gonna like okay i busted you now we're gonna go up into this and then we're gonna go up again and sort right. of a reverse per- pyramid and then of course what he's really wants is to do the pyramid <laughs> ski and I, I thought that was hilarious that there's like Basically, his job as a cop is just a reverse pyramid scheme where he's it's moving awesome. up. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so now on to Melissa McCarthy. Uh, she is the hairdresser's sister. So the person they're both cheating on each yeah. other with, that's oh. his sister. And so okay. she knows both of them, but of course can't say that she knows both of them to each other. That's why she's like, like until this moment. And, that's uh, why she's like, you guys know, right? Like you really miss each other by three minutes once. Like, oh my God. Uh, okay. Like her energy in this is amazing. I, it's uh, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, because at first I was like, oh, she's just giggly because like she recognizes them from TV. But then I'm like, oh no, it's because like they're in the same place and she realizes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Uh wh- so when do they kiss that they go into where do they find the hairdresser at the rave? At the yeah, rave. they go to the rave. So that's, that's how, how they, they end, end up, up there. The okay, and got it. Cut, cut his hair, I guess. Right. Okay. Gotcha. I think it was a little moment rough. I blanked out. That was a runner for my bummer. It's like, hey, um, it seems like you kind of have an open relationship with each right. other you're in the way that you're cheating. talking about stuff. And so, like, who can like this guy like is not cheating, right? Cut, just like assaulting him seems not cool. 
Well, they're and you work with flawed. them. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a- <laughs> I'm trying to think how the end of uh, that boy is mine goes because <laughs> it's basically belongs to me. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It's like sure he's in the wrong too, but ju- equally as much as you two, and you're not cutting each other's hair. So right. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so this is when we get them hitting Sarah Polly in the parking lot. And then we realize that Scott Wolf has been wearing this wire the entire oh time. <laughs> it's pretty silly. It's pretty wild. And so they recorded- I did like that as a reveal where you were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Same right. day. Yeah, right, right, right. So then they have to go back and they discover, I guess they're trying to move the body, getting rid of the body yeah. and then discover if she's alive. <laughs> um. And they kind of just like watch from afar, like you would be watching fireworks, <laughs> like <laughs> her coming or like, because don't they put, they like put her on the car and like beep it and then have right, people yes. come and like come to her aid, which still feels like, I don't know if that's still within the good Samaritan rule there. Like <laughs> you're so excited. She's still alive, but it's like, she's been in a hit and run. Like this is still not super cleared up for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, yeah no i think they're like we're already in trouble but you don't want to get more trouble and we're terrible people i mean they're all everybody's terrible everyone's making really bad decisions Mm -hmm. but nothing really bad happens okay and then we uh we get joey potter walking to the diner by herself in the rain Sudden. again this movie's not about her but she's on the cover and she's like i was so right? when she came back i was like whoa is she not in this movie and sarah Polly really isn't that much either really but katie holmes but is aren't really they both primarily on the cover yeah mm, interesting and tay okay. diggs isn't anywhere to be found i don't think and it's like tay diggs was actually in a pretty good chunk of this movie oh i guess sarah well, Polly is more on, on the like cover of it. Yeah, yeah that's true i thought for some reason joey potter was mostly on the cover but Okay. No. She's small. She's tiny. What is it? It's Sarah, Sarah Polly. Um, what's Timothy the elephant? Timothy, Timothy elephant. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I would just take Katie Holmes off of that, I guess. Yeah. And put on, I mean, you should have like one person from Tay Diggs. Story. I would say Tay Diggs. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I love Tay Diggs. I, um, I feel like at this diner is like the most 90s style dialogue of like this like weird cynical yeah. observational humor that you're yeah. just like as if it's a conversation like throwing bits at someone. Yeah. <laughs> it feels it's very super. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You're like, really? <laughs> it's that Juno dialogue that doesn't yeah. hold up from yeah. there. Or just there's some other parts earlier that just. And how uh, did Joey Potter quirky. miss that her friend was like on the on a car? Yeah, where was she? Where right. was she? How was she? What was she doing that whole entire time? But they Dancing. did. She did have a line saying like, "Yeah, well, when we get separated, we just come here." So no, it I seems know, like but they go to raves a lot. But right, like, where did she go immediately when she was in there? Right, I don't get it. And she didn't see, didn't worry that she lost both of them. That's not good friends. You guys should it's be that ginseng, man. It'll really mess you up. <laughs> I mean, my next note is. Um, Katie Holmes is super relaxed for all of this shenanigans. You're just like, uh, guy, like, because then they go back to his apartment, right? When and then it's like night again. Do you do you guys get confused about this with the lighting on that staircase? I'm like, wait a minute. No, I thought I thought they were making out during the day. Yeah. Okay. Like like moments after they ate pancakes or whatever. 
And then they're going to his apartment and then they find. Yeah, Why they are they making out on the staircase like that? It's so uncomfortable. They're too hot and heavy. To... It's like <laughs> it's like it kind of reminded me of the same light lighting from like forces of nature where it kind of like turns into like a music video for a second. That's like that's what you're going to say. It reminded you of the staircase from Titanic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it did not. That was yeah. lighter. Um, did you guys listen to James Cameron on uh, a smart list, by the way? No, oh, we'll have to tune it's, in. It's a good one. Oh. I was thinking of James Cameron with uh, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rana wakes up in the hospital and then she just goes to work as you do. Oh my God. Slight limp. That's it. Sure. Head is busted open. Sure. But that's what yeah. bangs got, are for. Her insides are jabby jabby by all those rocks too. <laughs> they have to be. I can't imagine she's doing that. Well. Because she was also, she lost consciousness for like, hours an hour at least i mean that's yeah. a big deal that's <laughs> not cool or she just went to sleep you know she was probably on some drugs too um maybe yeah um and then i mean we skipped the part where they they definitely shoot simon in the arm i guess they decide yeah. they said that that's fair i mean they're going to kill him and then katie holmes is like well how about just the arm and like oh sure <laughs> See, which they're is reasonable such a change well. of plan yeah <laughs> totally which would be so terrible like close like gross point blank like that oh my god how terrible how terrible and then he immediately then he's like the cheeriest fellow he like literally like leaps off the lucky charms box and he's like sure yeah right here why not how did it, you know and you're like what um <laughs> they shoot him and then the next second you hear i'm fine you know like are you um, and what do they do? Yeah. Just leave him there, and then he goes yeah. to the. Ho- Maybe that guy, that guy's the dad helping. <laughs> he takes up the bullet. <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty funny if the dad was like, "I'll help you." Burr, burr, burr. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, poor Manny was almost dead, in, laying in a <laughs> warehouse backyard. And they go get him and uh, get his it would little be cold. car. Oof. So cold. It looks so oh cold. I mean, it's Even LA, in LA. Though. But it's it gets cold, cold overnight. It, it really okay. does. Yeah. It's raining. It's like, that's I know. good. But he had a little shelter. It, yeah. Like, I mean, he wouldn't have been in the He looked shape, wet. But, yeah. I think he was sweating because he was on all of the drugs. <laughs> okay. I guess you're right. Uh, and then because this is a New Year's movie, Katie said it. The last line is, so what are we doing for New Year's? Classic. Classic New Year's film. <laughs> Amazing. Three, then- two, and- <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, there were all these memes this year for New Year's about like what movies, when to start a movie so that the New Year's scene happens oh. at New Year's. is like oh, Lieutenant cool. Dan and like Harry Met Sally and the movie Carol. And I was like, I would love to go to Lieutenant a bar. Dan the movie. Oh my God. Well, far is gone, but it's like when Lieutenant Dan's like, oh, no, I, I need to see Lieutenant Dan the movie. Um, <laughs> but I would like to go to a bar where they were playing like all those at once. I'm like, that'd be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, like on around... TVs. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. That would just be a fun party to host. Right? If you had like different TVs or little computers mm-hmm. set up doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's a cheaper way. <laughs> Complicated. I was thinking it's like, I mean, just it? you got to time that right. Um, and then yeah. make sure lock up those remotes so no one like pauses it. Yeah. That's um, true. If you did computers, it might be easier in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Computers is such a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's on a tangent. She's like, I spent time thinking, thinking about, about like, this. how could you get that many TVs? It'd be so annoying. But you're right. Laptops would do a good job. <laughs> 
<laughs> iPads, laptops. Yeah, phones <laughs> glued oh. to the wall. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, was there any other questions with this? I kind of asked mine along the way. Me it was too. my own questions. <laughs> I had one um, from my couchmate, Nora. Mm-hmm. It was, so when Adam and Zach run over um, Rana and then they're like, oh, that guy had a gun and he had a real mean look in his eye. And then mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was a drug deal going bad. And then they were they pretty much knew the whole scenario. Her question was, how did they see all of that? But they never saw her and right. ran her over. Because it's like yeah. raining, it's dark. And yet they were able to like get all of that information, but they couldn't see this woman and they ran her over. I agree. I Well, I don't know if they clocked some of that after they hit her. But right, then how is No, they did, but it's still like... But then they're just like freaking out and like it's raining and they got to get out of there, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a plot contrivance. Yeah, good call. Good question. I agree with Katie. (laughs) 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 How about Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers? Well, do we want to start with Dummers? Let's see. You know. Uh, I've got... Go ahead. Okay. After you. Um, mine was uh, so during the Vegas chase, um, they're like going through that alley at the end, and Simon thinks he can get by a truck and he can't, and just completely just wrecks the car. <laughs> and it's just such a dumb move. And like, yeah. I don't even know whose car this is because if it's Tay Diggs, he's not mad like at all that his car is totaled, but it's just like, I know. Maybe it's Simon, Simon's car, but he was locked in his own trunk then. None of that makes any sense. And the <laughs> fact that they just completely total it for no reason in this alley. Um, I don't know. It it was all sort of, it was a cool chase and had some cool moments. But just when it, they lose the, the car in the alley was sort of dumb. And the fact that no one really cared. I like that. It was like that little Mr. Bean was it not Mr. Bean? Mr. Austin Powers moment. Yeah. Like, er, er. I thought yeah. they were going to do it the whole way. Yeah. And then they just, yeah. Um, I had just a little specific dumber, um, which is like, I'm really hung up on this fire in the hotel situation <laughs> because I just think it's, if a fire alarm is going off, you're evacuating. Also, it'd you're be not, on the news. It'd be on the yeah. news. You're not going to get in an elevator. The right. elevators are going to be locked and disabled. Um, when a fire alarm goes off. So it was very dumb that they were able to get into an elevator um, and ride down an elevator, by the way. So mm. that's my little dumb moment. Also, just the whole treatment of that fire, um, pretty dumb. That makes a lot of sense. Annie actually had like a dumber to add to the fire where she was like, I think in Vegas, everything is so like fire retardant. Is that how mm, like non-flammable? Yeah. Because yeah. like they're just people are like idiots like they're just yeah. trying to dummy and you can the smoke everywhere place. still right so she's like i can't imagine this happening um well my dumber is also something that i like can't get over which is like kind of the fact that this problem would have been solved by a hundred dollars but it's more <laughs> the decision making i know that sarah Polly is not our best decision maker in this movie but the fact like that she goes back to his house, gives him, Timothy Oliphant, gives him fake drugs to give her how much of a running start and then goes to party. Like, I know Katie Holmes is there, but I think she should have gone to the party, made the money quickly, then gone, paid him, and get the fuck out of there. So now you don't have a drug dealer on your butt. Um, It's a stupid. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that was dumb. That's a better idea. 
Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to write it in. Yeah. <laughs> Call them up. Yeah. Um, so you want to do bummers? I think, um, you know, there's some big bummers, which we talked about, like violence and, and all of that. But I think a bummer for me, too, is poor Manny, just in general, like <laughs> as, a, as a friend to these girls, he's like not getting taken care of. And and then like, what a bummer that like that Sarah Polly like lets him drive a car after. He, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eventually I know. She says just no, drive. but like she's like, just yeah. drive after he's like clearly super high and is taking two of those pills i'm like maybe that's just that bummer teenager decision but not not good but he also did it to himself by stealing the drugs that she needed <laughs> for the like, sale i feel like that's a bummer too yeah he's, he's an overall bummer with some hummery scenes <laughs> i had a lot of bummers that i like noted um but i think one very specific bummer is when they're in the grocery store um and scott wolf says to jay moore um this is like you're being dramatic but not um but like like roseanne like not not like a funny drama um like not funny (laughs) dramatic and i'm like fuck you man like roseanne is awesome (laughs) like what a weird burn like for no reason on roseanne yeah yeah like i liked roseanne so anyway yeah bummer bummer of a burn what? It's a weird <laughs> burn. Yeah. Like, right. Just... Unless I heard it wrong and he said, like, but not like a funny drama like Roseanne, but it was like, like Roseanne, like not funny and dramatic. What? I think it has to be the. F- you think he said it the other way? Yeah, yeah. That like Roseanne is funny. It would be so weird for them to be like Rose Because at that time, I think it was like Roseanne was like almost at its peak. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Maybe I misheard it. In which yeah. case. My hammer. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you went for that one because I'm doing the one I was sure you were gonna pick. We talked about it. It's the gun scene, it's just so nerve-wracking. Oh god. Um yeah, yeah. and I know I don't have like it as attuned as you with like guns right. and stuff, Ugh. but when it's oh, like but it really got to, yeah. But when it's like people just willy-nilly mm. pointing at guns at people, it's like I can't or at themselves, I can't dude it's yeah. like ugh, yeah right. it, was just, it was just and, uncomfortable and i knew what was gonna happen yeah. with it it was still just like i can't watch this and yeah mm-hmm. yeah good call uh hummers even though i missed it and i didn't know what was happening i'll make my hummer, melissa mccarthy because <laughs> <laughs> i just love her so much and i love that this was her first movie debut and then she became the star she is um but yeah i i, I saw her and i got really excited um, but then uh, I was like, what's she doing? So I'll make her my Hummer. That's a good one. I already Thanks. talked about. Oh, sorry. No, my dog was just like going ape on our bed. Like she's she's trying to make herself a nest of some kind in our bedding. And I'm just it's, it's very entertaining. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wish you could all see it. I know. We were a visual podcast. Yeah. Um, well, I already talked about the Macarena, which I just like loved that <laughs> scene for sure. Um, so I won't double down, but I, I don't know. This is a weird Hummer, I think, but I did note it as a Hummer where I kind of liked the way that the bouncer, the guy's son, right at the strip club Mm yeah, was so intense before they got in there about the rules. And I liked that he clocked that Simon was a real idiot. And he's like, Hey, 
hey, he's like looking at him and like pointing them at his chest. And it's like this, like, I don't know. I just really, I kind of liked that's like, yeah, like don't mess with these women, like respect these rules. So I don't know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, if I was doing this, I would want the bouncer to have this kind of intensity. Um, so yeah, that was my number. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, mine, as I said, it's William Fichter. Uh, his mm, the energy mm-hmm. in that scene, or just, you know, even in the scene where it's, I think, Rana's yeah. part, he's just, he gives off this amazing vibe of just so weirdness. Uh, and once again, I, I, yeah, it's, I found it hilarious. And yeah. he's great in everything he, he he's in, and he was especially great in this. So, yeah, agreed. Um, Should we talk about our outfits? Let's Let's talk talk about about our outfits. Uh, Katie. Yeah. (laughs) I love your Katie Holmes wet hair. It's very wet, but still styled. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you have just the bit of eyeliner, you know, just out of place, little running down your face a little bit, which is so nice. Um, And then uh, you just... (laughs) You have a shirt that says, uh, it's a tank top, one of those kind of like tank tops with droopy armpit holes, you know, and it just says confederated products. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just kind of, it's like a little questionable, like what that means and what you're promoting and what it is, what's happening. Nora was Um, confused on that. Yeah. So that's, it's just sort of obtuse and yeah. Yes. Good, good homage to the movie. Love it. Um, well, Phil, uh, I really enjoyed like the the yellow blazer that you're rocking a la Tay Diggs. I think it even has shoulder pads <laughs> on it. Um, and then I like your shirt that's just the Monopoly man and just says, go. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like that you wore it for this podcast. Yep. You know, I like so. to line up my outfits for the yeah, show. I appreciate um, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bridget, uh, yes. I like your cute little hat. It's just got um, a little mouse with Manny's face <laughs> on it. and just says, it'll be a little mouse. Um, find your little house. And it's, it's very cute. Um, and of of course, on your shirt, it is the the cat because you want them to go together. Yeah, and it's it's basically um, just seed into your soul, and it's it's telling everyone <laughs> that it's going to murder them because that's what cats do. Um, yeah, and then it just says, "You better find your house." Um, <laughs> so yeah, it. thank you for noticing there, the like yeah. cat and mouse metaphor it's, at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you. And um, so I guess it's the time to talk about whether this movie is for real, which I realized halfway through um, describing Bridget's outfit that I had to go first, (laughs) which I wish I didn't because so it's such an interesting, like I knew how I felt when I came into this. And then Phil, I think with you pointing out that like um, this movie is probably so different on a rewatch. Like, in fact, my mood in the different thirds kind of changed. but I guess I'll stick with the original one because I guess I don't know what the rules are. Like if the, if it's for real on the watch that I watched <laughs> or if it would be for real if I watched it again. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't you know. Can, you I, can make up the rule. Yeah, I guess I'm making up the rule. So I guess like just because I I remembered this movie as funnier in talking about it, I feel like I saw the humor more. And that's probably from knowing that everybody, you know, is fine. And it's also helpful knowing that that was the director's intention. I didn't realize that, that it's like this was about, you know, him being a kid and making these dumb decisions. So um, probably because I can't I really have a hard time relating to it. Like those that kind of like high school life is like definitely not what I have. But I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I wasn't, <laughs> I really didn't like the second third, the Vegas thing. I'm like, sure. nope, I don't need it. I don't like car chases. I didn't enjoy, I liked Tay Diggs just cause he's kind of fun to like be with and look at, but like, otherwise those other three guys, I'm like, no, thanks. Um, I didn't find people very likable in this movie. I liked the last third, the best. I liked Scott Wolf and Jay more together the best and I can't remember the actor you're saying but he's like so amazing um so there was like gems the cop. in yeah, yeah the cop. there were gems in this but I think Bridget what you were talking about the first part of this movie like my experience was so like ugh. um yeah. and I feel like I was kind of more wanting more of this like Empire Records vibe or something that just like wasn't so tense <laughs> like oh yeah what is this um I didn't enjoy Katie Holmes very much. Uh, so I'm going to say. Luckily, gonna, she wasn't in long. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to say it's not for real with the caveat of like, I totally appreciate all the things that they said about like on a rewatch. I'm not sure how I would feel. And knowing knowing the information you shared about like the director's intention was helpful in understanding like what people were going for in this movie. Mm. Um, I can go. Okay. Um, I as I said, I've seen it several times. So, and I do sort of agree and recommend a second viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think that it becomes a little bit more of a not scary movie and you sort of know it's going to, this isn't Requiem for a dream. It's, it's going to work out for all these scampy little kids. And so you can sort of focus on some of the funny bits and stuff like that. Yeah. I think the middle third is the weakest for sure. It had some, some funny bits uh but yeah the one kid who was in what is it road trip um Breckenmeyer yeah he was in like clueless yeah he's super annoying in this Um, yeah him especially I don't see why like even more so than Simon how Tay Diggs would be friends with him um and yeah like that needed a little bit of tightening up but I guess any sort of like montage movie needs a weird British segment um mm-hmm. but everything else i i thought it it had different elements to it like i said I, I found a lot of it funny um and i think it's for real um and if you don't agree you just have to watch it again or keep watching it again <laughs> until you find it for real um well, the goodness is i have it on dvd so i can <laughs> there you go um and then you could addendum to it uh i didn't know you were yeah. gonna say that i do want to watch it with the director's commentary actually does it have it? I think so. And I oh, wow. love that. I like that is a real loss to our society with a loss of DVDs. I was so into it in Peace Corps watching movies with the director's commentary. And like no one probably even does that anymore. Like they probably don't even mm. record it anymore. Mm. It's like, where yeah, would you watch it, it? It's a huge bummer because I do love director's commentary. Yeah. And also, I think this director is fairly into he's been all over the like he did Swingers, which I think is a very sort of annoying movie. People love that movie. Men love oh, that yeah. movie. Um, I think he did yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, right? Yeah. yeah, which I think is a little nothing of a movie. Mm-hmm. But then he did like Edge of Tomorrow, which I think is great. Oh, um, I like that, yeah. There was like one or two other ones that I can't think of. But anyways, yeah. 
So tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah. Tie actual tri- actual tiebreaker. I, yeah, at the beginning of this movie, I was like, oh my God, if you ask me right now if this movie is for real, I'm going to say N-O, not G-O, um, because it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's, it was just so, it was so drab and made me sad. And it was, I don't like the raving scenes. It was, ugh, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I actually didn't hate the middle part, funny enough. Mm, interesting. And I, I did like the last part. Um, I don't want to watch this movie again. I never will, probably. <laughs> I, I didn't buy it, even though I could have bought it for a dollar more. Oh, um, that's a good telltale sign. You know, that's like, how they get you, t- though. They do. And then I'm like, why would I like? And then Amazon's going to recommend like wide leg jeans to me and like manic panic <laughs> or something. I'm like, I don't I don't want Amazon to know that I watched this movie more than right. they already do. So yeah, I think I'm going to stick with Mike. I actually didn't know I was thinking about it before we started, but I'm going to go with my not for real rating. I just, it's not enough for me to want to tell somebody to watch it. I'm going to still think Katie Holmes was in it more than she was, even though she wasn't, <laughs> just because I remember that about it. Um, I'm glad we watched it for the pod. It was it was, it was was not what I expected because I thought yeah. it was going to be all dark and all in that parking lot for some reason. Yeah, totally. Um, so I was glad that a lot of it didn't take place in that parking lot. Um, but yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll stick with not for real. But also you guys are forgetting about that awesome soundtrack. Um, like this song. (laughs) (laughs) You can pick any one. Like they're so amazing. There's one in particular. Yeah, this one. This song. Any song could be more 1999. Yeah. Other than that song, that's not a song, or the graduation song. Yeah. The sunscreen song. Yeah. Oh man. The video for this one is also very 1999 and amazing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I do like "Steal My Sunshine." (laughs) Oh yeah, I really like that song. Yeah. The last song that they play in this movie that I don't remember, but I'm like, this is like, this movie was just a manifestation of this song. It was like really like angsty, but trippy. Um, yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'm glad we watched it too. It was kind of delightful to start a movie that neither me or my couchmate had seen or really had any kind of context for and just like go on the ride. You're like, okay. Go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't think my couchmate or I had either. Well, I, I know I had it except for I thought I'd seen parts of it and he hadn't either. So that was kind of fun too. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. And what a way to bring in the new year. <laughs> Such a classic new year movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it does end. I mean, there's something for ending on the phrase. I think it's because it has this big rave party. Yeah. Like the party. party. That's right. why it's like stuck what, in my brain. But was the new year they were talking about the millennial millennium? Maybe. I mean, yeah, I guess that so. was such a big deal. That's such Y2K. a big deal. We're all freaking the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> and, totally. Uh, and then here we are, 2023, the roaring 20s, full in effect. So wild. Yeah. Uh, fun. Well, we're going to be off for a couple weeks while, while Katie does some traveling. And, yep. uh, <laughs> and then we'll pick back up. We'll all be traveling in our hearts and That's minds. True. Um, 
So Katie, thanks for recommending this movie. Yeah. Thanks the streets of Baltimore <laughs> for <laughs> delivering it to me. <laughs> I can't wait to find out what other movies you pick that are, you pulled out of a box on the streets <laughs> of Baltimore. I know I haven't done here. Zoolander is one of them. Oh, gotta, okay. Like, find the other ones. Yeah. I really I, did, but I, have I, that I will on say, I will say I picked them out thinking like which ones we could possibly pot about, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> like, okay, okay. I won't have to buy this. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, till next time. See ya. Toodaloo. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.